Hey, podcast listener. Do you love talking about movies, music, TV, comics, and games? Then you should be listening to The Great Pop Culture Debate, back in bigger than ever for season nine. This season, the panelists discuss the best James Bond film, the best Elton John single, the best Nickelodeon original series, the best Batman villain, and so much more. Find the show wherever you listen to podcasts or head to greatpopculturedebate.com. More than 100 topics are already available. Subscribe today. Yo, what's going on, people? Welcome to the Miles Mikulski podcast, where we talk to some of your favorite artists and talk all things music-related, mainly hip-hop, but, you know, we might have to fling in a few things along the way. If you enjoy any of the content, make sure you follow me on socials at Miles Mikulski. Basically, it's in my name. If you're listening to it right now, you'll be able to see my name right there. I ain't going to spell it out because that's kind of long still. But follow me on socials to keep updated on who the next guest will be in the future. Anyway, without further ado, let's get into another episode of the Miles Mikulski podcast. What's going on people? Joining me right now is someone who's going to be a legend in the making very soon. Very soon. And a sold out show in Oslo as well. Let's go. World Tour, European Tour, UK Tour, the World Tour. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, it's it's mm-hmm. looking very nice right now. Yes. you got to introduce yourself to the people. Hi, my name is Duckworth and uh, I sell uh, car insurance. Um, if you got a dud, we got it. If you got a lemon, we got it. We will insure. Yeah, I'm kidding. Hi, I'm Duckworth and um, I'm from South Central Los Angeles and I make uh, music and stuff. I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. When you started to talk about insurance, I was thinking we already got people here that can do that. You know, using your service. <laughs> I, could, I could provide my services. But um, yeah, so you're here right now. You got this sold out show, yeah. and you just finished sound check. Mm. So how's it sounding? Oh, it sounds well. It sounds it sounds good. I know when um, bodies fill in, then the sound changes. So I'm just waiting on that. But as far as now, it sounds good. Can't complain. I'm ready for the show. Yeah. And let's kick it off then. Let's go back. Mm. to the early days of when you were basically just a young man mm. and you were kind of just you know working towards trying to listen to hip-hop in the first place yeah <laughs> that, that was the thing because before you weren't allowed to listen to hip-hop in your house truth and it was your sister that was basically you started listening to your sister's tapes yeah right yep so how did you go from a teenager a kid then to Duckworth the man you are today um that's a great question uh, just life, <laughs> I suppose. It's nothing really like uh, particular, you know. Yeah. It's just I, I would say that the things that I was exposed to, and the music that I was exposed to, it just kind of made me a colorful person. So I just like kept going into deeper depths of creativity, um, and always like kind of challenging myself to see like what's the next craziest shit I can make. So yeah, that's pretty much of made me who I am today. Okay, so what was the like the take the CD? The MP3. What was that song that made you really take music seriously? Uh, <laughs> um, what made me take music seriously was um, Nas Stillmatic, uh, the song Rewind. Okay. He spit the whole story backwards and like on some like crazy like lyrical rap shit. Like nobody's ever like did a whole story backwards yeah and rap that shit like it was the tightest thing I, I think i ever heard one of the greatest albums of all time nah but it's it's definitely on top but it's not the greatest of all for me it's not the greatest of all time that's a wonderful one of yeah, yeah, yeah i mean no still matic <laughs> still matic is as far as okay as far as Nas's discography goes second or third uh it's like it i think it's illmatic still matic it was written 
Yeah. Because and yeah. no, Stillmatic had the cultural um, um, influence, not influence, but the, just the he had the hands on the culture because yeah. that's when he dropped Ether. You know what I'm saying? The Jay Z disc. Yeah. So, yeah, no, nah, that shit was going, bro. Uh, but yeah, I think Illmatic, Stillmatic, it was written for me. It's like the tops for Nas. Fair play. Now let's talk about like the whole transition. So in one of your tracks, you spoke about like the surroundings that you were in, and you know, looking around, you see the crime. I think it's uh, 100 Days. Yeah, yeah. The little ending bit where yep. it was kind of just like almost an acapella. Mm. There's almost a commentary of what's going on. And as you was going around and you was like, you know, making music mm. in the first place, when you're going on like the bus mm. and you're going from an area which is, you know, really fancy people making cookies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> making cookies, bro. And then going to, you know, South Central, mm. which is a different ball game altogether. I've the never push. been, but I could, I've seen stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like, what was the transition like for you? Because you're pretty much now, where are you, where do you think you are now in your headspace? Are you still South Central or are you Hollywood Hills? Uh, I'm, I'm South Central to death for me. Uh, there's some things that don't leave you and stuff. I mean, yeah, yeah. but I mean, you, what you could do is you can like put on like a little nice little mask of Hollywood Hills and stuff like that. But it's like it's a lot of moments when South Central comes out, and I appreciate it. But the thing is, like my mom still lives in South Central, okay. so I still got to go there anyway. So it's like I, I'm never like not reminded of like what South Central is about, and I yeah. love that, you know. Um, yeah, and I'm not Hollywood Hills man, but I, I do like I do like bougie shit though. Yeah. I do like stuff. Like I just got, I just copped this like uh, Vivian Westwood pearl chain today. <laughs> that's money. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, bro. Like, so I do like, I do like bougie shit, but it's like that's just from my I'm a tourist, but I like, I like items. I like, I like little small knickknacks and shit. Like that's just yeah, my thing. So good for you, man. I got yeah. that money. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's building. But I've been saying like, yeah, from what it was back in the day to, to yeah. today, I would say it's just more like financial stability, uh, maybe like more financial comfort in that sense. But that's because I've just been building. For for so long and just yeah. stayed on top of it, man. You know, and then didn't spend it on like crazy shit. Like for sure, yeah. I, I did. I, like I said, I just copped a little Vivian Westwood thing, but it wasn't. It wasn't like some old like five digit, like yeah, you know, yeah. what I'm saying like iced out type situation. You know, what I'm saying where it's gonna be hard on my pockets. Yeah, you know, what I'm saying I was the chain. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know, what I'm saying like I, I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not there. But um, let's go from. Let's talk about something that you just mentioned as well. Is that yeah. you've been grinding for so long. Yeah. So we got the first official.
and it was tight, bro. And I say it's those moments, those surprising moments that just like let you know, like okay, cool, like people it, mess with you here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's super encouraging, you know. And then you have the ones where you know, and not that many people show up and stuff. So you just like shit. Maybe I need to go hard on that demographic. Yeah, but like at the end of the day, sometimes you win some, you lose some. Yeah, that's the best way of looking at it. Yeah, that's the duality. Place where you win, like, you turn up. Mm-hmm, exactly, yeah. exactly, exactly. So yeah, that, that's the that's the crazy parts about it. Other than that, just like finding shit to do in between time like yeah. when you're traveling like for 10 hours like in a car and you're yeah, just yeah. looking out the window and stuff like that just, what is your go-to thing though what would you do uh i'm, I'm sad bro sometimes i'd be scrolling on instagram it's annoying uh, but if i'm if i'm not yeah I, I get i get caught in a trap like any other person it's annoying uh but i try to like someone read a book but it's hard for me to read a book because i always fall asleep <laughs> it never fails. You need to find some more interesting books. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. But like, I, I would say I like I have a little video recorder, so I like record like outside the window and get outside the car. Yeah. I like try to record as much nature as possible. Um, uh, yeah. I mean, that, that, that was my main thing for this yeah. one. Before I had a little bit more like you know more interesting uh, shit to do. Yeah. Yeah. Not even time. I, I just it's always been like extra time when you sit in the car for hella long. But <laughs> I had more interesting shit. But. Instagram has taken over everyone's lives. So have you got um still doing the sketches? Hmm? Are you still sketching? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. See that's the things I could be doing like on tour, but I just like cat off. So you gotta do sketches, man, because I a lot of the, the artwork. Yeah. In uh, I'm ugly. Yeah. Was yeah, it's done me. by your studio. So true, 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 true. What, with this new project that's coming, mm-hmm. but I don't know, I've just fast forwarded it so far to you like, can fast to forward yeah, go ahead. But with this project coming, are we gonna see artwork from you? Yeah, of course, definitely. Yeah, I mean, yeah, everything I, 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 I've been dropping yeah. thus far from that project has been all my artwork. That's good. Yeah. Like, what's, what's been your, like, favorite or iconic piece of artwork that you've dropped with a single? Or how does one, maybe, piece of artwork reflect the single in a completely different way that people might not even overlook? Got you. Uh, probably Michael. It's yeah. my favorite, that illustration. Yeah. That was the first time I, like, gift out a, a cover, and it's like, uh, it was like a red cover with, like, uh, all type of botany and like tree, uh, not trees, uh, leaves and stuff like that. Yeah. And it's like I was wearing like this red glitter jacket and like I made the red glitter jacket like you know glitter in like sequence <laughs> form. So like that was tight. Um, also the fallback cover where like it's like black and I'm like in like gamma ray red. Yeah. And like um, I'm like super heavy bent back to the point where it looks like impossible. And like I'm, I'm gripping like this mic, and I'm like yelling, letting out like this scream and stuff. And it's like I feel like those two really fit. Yeah. And they all I like, have to, you know, vary in, in the color red. I love the color red. That's one of my favorite colors. If not, it may be my favorite color. Fair. But it's like it goes different ways. For red, it's more like of an energy. I mean, I'm sorry. For Michael, it's more of like a red, and, and, and it's an energy red. Yeah. But for the other one, it's uh, for fallback. That's just rage, pure okay. fucking rage, bro. <laughs> <laughs> what had you rage about? Because when you're writing these songs, it's you feel, I feel like there's different... Every song, when you get a project, you mm. always got different feelings, emotions, yeah. which made you write this in the first place. Yeah. But do you think colours definitely influence how you feel when you're making music? Or is it just you literally go to the studio, whatever you're thinking, you put it out and you record it? Um, yeah, that... I, I, I don't see the colours beforehand. Yeah, I see the colors during, and then I see them way more after okay. when it's like, uh, yeah, because it's like, because I I, I like to like not have a oh, type, so uh, yeah, because I I like to just pull from like anywhere, everywhere, you know. So it's like if I come in with too much of a of a uh, 
a structure, yeah, or even a color. Like it, you know, it it could, it could limit it. Now, unless I'm writing specifically while I want to write for a subject matter, yeah, like then it's like perfect to bring out those different elements and be like, okay, I can write based off of this subject matter, based off of ice cream, based off of the color pink, yeah, based off of like girls or something like that. Then you go in, but for the most part, I like to just pull from the most open places okay, fair. as possible. I was going to say, I've never heard anyone ever mention colours before like that. But then I look at the videos that you've put out and they're very colourful. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think the first one, the first video I saw before I went backwards mm. was literally uh, Michael. Yeah. And you just doing the most dance moves <laughs> at all times in the flower, in the flower <laughs> floor. I literally walked into a room and I saw someone dancing and I was like, yeah. who's this? Oh, Duckworth. Yeah. Okay, cool. I'm going to go check him out. That's so, funny, bro. Like, I feel like the colour thing is very important mm. and it definitely makes your music stand out a lot more. Mm, mm. But let's talk about the whole kind of genre that you're in right now. So it's kind of funk hip-hop kind of... Yeah, I don't. I don't know how to. I don't like to put things in boxes. I don't think anybody knows how to fucking categorize this one. Yeah, I think the only people I can see right now who I'm putting in the box with you is yeah. Anderson Pack. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, for Pre- sure. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? But yeah. obviously you went on tour with him. Mm-hmm. Of but um, well, I feel like we've gone full cycle. I wanted to see what you thought. Like, say 1994, we had like G Funk, mm-hmm. right? And it was a completely different sound. Yeah. But now we've kind of since 2015, 16 times we've kind of then gone back into having this nice mix and blend between it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so why do you think that happened or how do you think that kind of helped yeah how did that come about really because I'm conv- I don't really know like how we've gone from hip hop like track beats but then we've also got funk mm-hmm. hip hop as well I think what's happening is that because it's like alright yeah there was Tumblr era that happened like 2000 like Pre-2012, 2012, 13, like, all the kids were, like, on this, like, indigo, like, consciousness, third eye type shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, like, everybody was, like, waking up. And um, everybody was on some eclectic shit for a moment. And then it, like, veered back into, like, this whole hipster, like, like you know, um, kind of playing this whole, like, trapped out gangster, like, yeah. real sipping lean, like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, that whole shit on some 3-6 Mafia, you know what I'm saying? And, like, that shit is tight as trill and everything, but it's like everybody hopped on it. And yeah, I think uh, it became oversaturated. Yeah, it became yeah. definitely oversaturated. And it's like, but those those same kids, like were the ones I was like geeking out to the NERDs and the outcasts. Yeah. And then it just like flipped, everything became trapped. So it's like, I don't know, I feel like now that it's coming back, it's, it, things have always been there. It's just, it's kind of like balancing itself out. People yeah. are like now finally like, I don't know, maybe getting tired of like the same sound and shit like that. And want to go back to like what they fell in love with yeah. and shit. Um, and it's working yeah. very well. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's fine in this way. And, and I, I love it. But the thing is, I love trap just as much as anyone. I just, I think yeah. it's just balance, you know? I think we got to talk about Soprano off that. Yeah, right? Yeah, because yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was a bad single. Now, the video came out, what, yesterday? Yeah. And uh, when I first heard the song, was an episode of the video, mm-hmm. I'm hearing like more choir sounds. Mm-hmm. I'm liking it. I'm getting to boom. <laughs> <laughs> and yep. I'm, I'm just like, <laughs> my head so, so much I'm thinking this is a this is a dirty beat yeah yeah this is it's very dirty is, how did you call it that because I'm, I'm yeah I'm spun it just made sense I yeah. uh, recorded uh, what I did is I put my homie did some uh, I was in the studio with him and I was leaving the studio and he was just like he started playing some keys yeah uh, and um, he just did tight ass progression I'm like hey play that again he played it again his name is Harlan by the way he played it again uh, and I, I took my phone out and I recorded it and I was like cool tight I'm about to write to this and then uh, I told him to send me the, uh, tell him to re-record it and send it to me Yeah. Um, he sent it to me uh, so I, I had that and then my other homie too 
his name is Neil Pope second but his name is two uh, <laughs> um, but yeah he sent me uh, the second beat Yeah. so then I don't know one day I was just like this would be tight if I just put this in the beginning yeah. so I put both beats together okay. and I put the uh, karate woman going and I put that her in the middle as a transition yeah. and I was like this is hard bro so then like much, yeah. yeah so then uh, after that I just went to the studio and I, I wrote to that first like piano part like the same day I got it yeah, but yeah. I didn't know where to place it so then I wrote to it and then I went to the studio and I wrote to the second half and then I sat on it for like a month and then I rewrote it the whole second half and stuff oh max yeah yeah, yeah. so like it, that's definitely like a it, the first one was like more open but the second one I was just like let me talk more on like this character yeah like this this role that's being played in like with like yeah. egotistical like trap rappers and shit like yeah, that yeah cause obviously like there's probably no person is, is uh, you know stylized on mm. but when the kind of hood came off I just mm. saw Lil Uzi Vert there in the video so what Lil Uzi Vert uh. in the video like I saw the hair and I was like <laughs> so like talk us through the video because I was getting Brockhampton star vibes you know they were in the golf cart with a blue man group uh, I haven't seen it you haven't seen it you need to watch I that. stay away you stay away from watching people everybody okay fair or as much as I possibly can fair so <laughs> the, you know the part where everyone was um, basically like whited up yeah. yeah, yeah, so like they did something like, like a blue man group kind of thing. Oh, gosh, gotcha, you gotcha, like, gotcha. Last year. So I saw yeah. that, and then obviously I saw the end of it. So obviously you're kind of talking about track rappers and stuff Yeah. in there. But what made you want to come out and kind of do that? Because you know, some people are in their feelings, you know? So <laughs> certain people might want to kind of like, well, that's what you doing. Yeah. So, like slide in the DM. So like, what made you think of that concept? Anyway. I, just, I never, I didn't get to really speak yeah. on it. Um, they put me in like this whole art hip-hop thing they don't yeah. think i can rap one two um yeah because of that like i make like funk shit dance shit and stuff like that punk shit yeah. they don't think i have like a a certain like opinion on it or if i do have an opinion on it yeah. I, I don't personally get to speak on it too much so i was just like let me just do a whole project and that's what the falling man is it's pretty much it's like shining a mirror yeah. on like the current state of music the current state of society it goes yeah. beyond music man just like over consumerism like in general and like our, our our culture right now and how we just like like 15 second attention spans it's just like albums yeah. are just like people like, want one album and they want another yeah. album straight away yeah. Five, yo straight up though and it's just like I don't know I feel like that's like a bit of an illness but it's like it's no real way to really like gain people's attention unless you troll yeah. or like you know kind of get in their face so I was just like alright cool I'm just about to just troll so, so where are you going to put yourself like so once we get this project mm -hmm. what are we doing are we going for every other year every year when you feel like it when, when I feel like it yeah I mean, I'm definitely, it's going to be a lot of stuff that comes out in 2019. Yeah, yeah. Like, for sure, but, um, yeah, whenever I feel, man. I'm not really in a race. Oh, I think you're about to give me some drop me some gems there, you know? I was going to get something as well. Nah, man, <laughs> whenever I feel like it. Because <laughs> it's like all my favorites, they don't sit there in, like, every every year they feel like they got to. Because it's like, I'd rather just make something super legendary. Yeah. And then, like, because, once again, like, this, this generation, they eat albums up so fast so yeah. it's like if I just keep knocking out albums they're gonna love it for like two weeks and they're gonna move on to the next That's but true. it's like you can still play you can press play on damn right now and that shit's just like golly this shit go crazy That's you know true. you know or even like his other stuff you know or you can press play right now on um, the love below or, yeah, the love below, the love below right? Speaker box, too. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. Speaker box and the love below. You can press play on both of those, and you're just like, oh my gosh, like this is amazing, bro. Like those are timeless type situations, man. So it's like for me, 
I'd rather just make something timeless rather than just trying to like, you know, stay with the status quo yeah. of like, you know, albums, 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 stay in front of people's face. Like, fuck that shit, bro. I hear that. And I think like, when you look back at the projects that you've dropped, you've yeah. worked with people that have also grown to do big things mm-hmm. as well. Like mm-hmm. Sabrina Claudio, for example. Yeah. When you guys linked up on that, she wasn't relatively known on a big scale. Mm-hmm. Now you have, so I can see where you're going with that. Yeah. And obviously you've worked with some amazing people. You've opened for Pharrell in Switzerland. Let's talk about that. So, yeah. like, how did that even come about? Because that's a it's very, a very long look. story, bruh. Pretty much, I met the assistant of Quincy Jones. Yeah. Quincy wanted me to hop on this song. Uh, I really didn't like the song itself, but I was very, like, apologetic, like, yo, my bad. I, I'm, this ain't the song for me. But, like, you know what I'm saying? I still would love to. They said, well, hey, Montreux wants you to. Uh, do a set at uh, the jazz festival in Switzerland yeah. and I was thinking that that was going to be dependent upon me doing the feature yeah. but they were nice enough to be like no fuck that shit like if you don't want to do it it's fine but we still want you to rock out um, and it's for NERD and I lost my mind it's crazy and yeah but high key but it's just the stars are aligning man and it's like I put so much like intention and like and, and energy but towards like these certain certain uh moments in time yeah moments in time music colors like certain sounds and it, uh, it's been continuous since my beginning so it's only inevitable for like these things to be happening yeah. and it's just like i'm just i'm just like allowing it to take i mean to take its course you know yeah like i didn't promote the uh, london um show tonight yeah and it sold out, it sold out. Yeah. so it's like okay cool like that means that things are really moving yeah yeah, uh, things are really moving. So it's just like, yeah, I'm, I'm just, I feel like everything is inevitable. Yeah, yeah. My success like is inevitable. As long as I just like, you know, like as far as karma goes, like just keep doing good towards people as much as I possibly can. Yeah, and like keep, you know, right. just keep giving, man. Like I feel like the universe or God is going to keep providing for me like what I need to succeed. Yeah. And that's it. I mean, I think we should see you there. Yeah, very much so. I was so. just like, yeah, just took me on the way. I was just on talking. I was like, I have a question. No, I haven't got a question anymore. I'm just like, yeah. I'm enjoying that. But no, I appreciate you chatting to me. Of course. I'm really looking forward to seeing the show yeah. and also listening to the project when it does drop. Yeah. All the best as well. And where else is left on the tour? Um, Hella. Um, Amsterdam. Uh, Amsterdam would be crazy. Yeah, right. Yeah. Switzerland, Norway, um, Sweden, Germany. Um, Milan, Paris, more, uh, Vienna, <laughs> yeah, Europe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so yeah, good luck with those, man. Thank you. Appreciate, Appreciate it. it, man. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.